Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Well, we normally have a fancy intro. I do not see our fancy intro. So we're going to just do our fancy intro ourselves. Welcome to the podcast. This is Lauren Sweeney. I am your podcast host. We are so excited that you guys are here today. This podcast is going to be amazing. It is going to be informative. You are absolutely going to love it. And we are so excited that you guys are here. I am going to introduce our very special guest. She is incredible. You are not going to want to miss this episode. So before I bring her on, let me tell you all about her. Victoria teaches introverted entrepreneurs, and business professionals. And I know that we have a lot of both here at Rise Up For You. How to overcome their fear of public speaking and become confident, compelling, captivating speakers. Does that sound like something you would like? After moving to the US two decades ago with limited English, Victoria overcame her crippling fear of public speaking to build several businesses. Isn't that awesome? She also learned to teach in a variety of industries and speak in front of small and large audiences. And guess what? Now she has appeared on Fox Morning News and has been featured in numerous publications, including NBC, CBS, and Biz West Media. You guys, after she took her experience going from scared to sought-after speaker, Victoria founded Brilliant Speakers Academy, I love that name, an online public speaking coaching program. So cool, you guys. She lives in Houston, and she owns Nutty Scientists. Ooh, I can't wait to hear about that. A passion project about inspiring kids to fall in love with science. I think my kids need to be a part of this. Sounds great. She also holds a Master's of Science in Computer Science. Victoria, you are multifaceted and is currently completing a Master of Arts degree in Communication and Media Technology. Wow. She lives in Houston with her husband and her two sons. You guys, you are like, can we just bring the lady on? Yes. Let's bring you on, Victoria. Welcome to the stage. What a robust platform you have. Amazing. Hi, Lauren. I'm so so happy to be here. Hey, I'm, honestly, I was smiling the whole time you were announcing me because I'm going to bring you to all of my events. I loved how you announced me. Nobody has ever read my bio the way you read my bio. Oh, Thank you. It's <laughs> my pleasure completely. My pleasure completely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'll have, I'll introduce people and I'll have them say, oh, I filmed that intro you did. That was so cool. <laughs> it's always great to hear all of your accolades and remember. I know, right? awesome. So we all need to be introduced at least once a week. Would you say that? Absolutely. Once a day even. <laughs> once a day. It sounds amazing. Just like doing our daily affirmation. Have somebody read your bio. Well, Victoria, you have created, you know, such a platform now and helping both introverts. I bet you help extroverts that are scared too. show up. Talk to me about that. And I am really curious about this online kids program too. I have two little kids myself. So talk about all the things. Tell me. Of course. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I am. You know, when you were reading my bio, it's almost sounded like I'm all over the place. But you know, the truth is I was never, ever thinking I'll be a public speaking coach. This was 
so far from who I was, it's just unbelievable. I, I was and am an introvert, very much an introvert. And by that, I mean, I, I don't like the spotlight. I don't want the spotlight. And I'm, I'm very much left-brained. And so I actually love software engineering. And that was my bachelor voice in informational technologies and master in computer science. And I've been in IT for for probably a decade or so, um, primarily as a manager, as vice president of operations, um, holding different positions in corporate world. But at the same time, I'm very entrepreneurial. And literally a couple of years after I started on my career path, I decided to open my first business. And that was, I'm going to totally date myself. I'm very old. That was like 20 years ago. And even probably a little more than that. And back then, if you're afraid of public speaking and you're really not comfortable in front of an audience, you can't really do much because there was no Facebook. There was no YouTube, right? You couldn't really hide behind the camera or do anything else. And so I had to go and try and overcome my fear. And it really, really took me forever, forever to come to terms with the fact that I'm not doing it right. <laughs> That I'm making all of those mistakes that actually come as helpful advice from so many experts, you know, advice that we've all heard and tried to follow, like, do it scared and practice makes perfect and fake it till you make it, right? We've all heard it and a lot of us tried following it and very unsuccessfully because what I discovered, and I know it's shocking, but that advice just doesn't work. Those things don't work. And so I, I really had to work on my mindset. I really had to discover who I was, not in relation to myself, because I knew who I was. I was very confident in my abilities. Like a lot of you guys listening right now, you, you know who you are. You're very confident in what you do, but you end up in front of a camera or in front of a group of people and all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's all gone. And you feel yeah. terrified. So it was not finding out who I was in general. It was finding out who I was in relation to my audience, in relation to speaking in public. It was discovering what public speaking was about to begin with. It was discovering what my audience or any audience that I was ever in front of, because those were different audiences all the time, what my audience really needed and wanted and how I viewed my audience. So there were a lot of a lot of changes I had to make for myself. Now remember, I'm all doing it for myself. I'm not planning to, you know, like teach anybody. But as I continued and I continued building other businesses, I continued in corporate career and was kind of switching in between, people started coming up to me after my presentations and they would say, hey, you're such a natural. How are you such a natural? I'm like, I'm not a natural at all. I'm terrified. Well, used to be terrified. And this is not my thing at all. And they're like, no, that's your thing. How did you end up being like this? And then I realized that a lot of people struggle with this because I actually thought it was me, that it was hard for me and everybody else had it. And then you realize, <laughs> oh, wait, nobody no, has it. That's true. Nobody has it. <laughs> nobody Most people, it. we did a survey with gosh, over a, a thousand entrepreneurs, individuals, and professionals, 82% was terrified to go on camera, terrified to show up even in, yeah. in social media, 
even in a virtual stage, just terrible, which did right. not come as a surprise to you. But yeah. that, it's so great that you realize, oh, wait, I'm not alone. I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm like everybody else and everybody is like me. And wait, I know how I managed to walk that journey. I know how I transitioned from who I was, you know, really, really scared and unhappy in front of a camera, unhappy in front of an audience and not knowing how to connect, not knowing how to even deliver a memorable message, how I transferred from that to someone who's very, very comfortable and not afraid. And so I kind of, you know, used my engineering brain, sat down, deconstructed every step that I had to take. And that became the foundation of my Brilliant Speakers Academy program. So it's very accidental that I ended up teaching others how to overcome their fear of public speaking. Because again, this wasn't my childhood dream. In my childhood, I ran off stage in tears to the giggling of a massive audience. So trust me, public coaching was never my dream, but this is just something that I realized I know how to do, I know how to help. And since then, I've helped hundreds of students. So I'm very happy that I'm very happy that I walked this journey for myself. And then I'm very happy that I'm able to help others own who they are in front of a camera, in front of an audience. So great. It's so great. I love that you used your engineering brain to sort of reverse engineer figuring out what are the steps I took, such a scientific approach to soft skills development, which is very unique. Not a lot of people have that type of background. And the fact that you were able to merge the two and bridge them together, so smart and very neat. Talk to me about what you're doing now um, with kids as well. So now you're working with adults, you're empowering them, you're helping them with the academy. Talk to me about the kids side as well. Well, the kids is a completely different business. This was something that I started my last corporate job, which was about a decade ago. Um, it was in the Department of Education. I was overseeing all software development. And even though I wasn't really truly working with children, it was always constantly at the top of my mind because I was there for a few years. And so when I was thinking, okay, what do I want to do next? Do I want to stay here? Do I want to stay in corporate? Or do I want to open and as a business on the side, I realized that I really wanted to look into kids' businesses. And so I opened a franchise. I purchased a franchise from scratch in Houston, and I built it up from zero to being number one Nutty Scientist franchise in the United States um, out of all Nutty Scientist franchises. And, and that was, so I, I purchased it about seven years ago, and it's been very interesting because as an entrepreneur, and a lot of guys, again, you know this, as entrepreneurs, sometimes you do things that you are, you just know, like, you know, me opening up a web development business, which I did 20 years ago, that was, that made sense. I knew what I was doing. Me opening up a kids franchise, teaching how to fall in love with science was kind of like <laughs> the left field because I'm not a scientist at all. But I really like kids. I have two of my own. And I, I know that I really wanted to be in that, in that environment. And plus, I saw how much kids needed this, especially in the city, kids um, in Houston, the Houston area. Such a great need because schools just you know, don't have budget and don't do, don't have time to truly make kids realize that science is fun. 
you know, it's all theory and stuff, but with Nike scientists, we were able to show them that it's fun. And so from an, and it was for younger kids. And so from the very early age, they were thinking, hey, I want to be a scientist because this is the funnest profession ever because everything we did was hands-on and fun and, you know, right. things are blowing up and volcanoes and all of that stuff, right? So I wasn't, I was doing a little bit, in particular in the beginning, I was doing a lot of it by myself. And it's funny, I'm as I'm speaking, I'm kind of getting into the character of who I was. Professor Proton, because I'm positive, <laughs> I did quite a few shows. So at some point, a lot of kids in Houston actually knew my face. Um, wow. but, but I did have a lot of instructors working for me. And so it was, you know, it was a very fun operation. The reason I say was is because, of course, a year ago, COVID happened and our whole concept was hands-on, face-to-face, and, you know, everybody's on top of each other, touching each other and doing everything together. And so I actually put that business on hold until okay. I see what's going to happen. But yeah, up okay. until last year, it was a very fun uh, project for me that I, I'm very proud that, you know, that Houston actually had something very, very interesting for a lot of kids to be exposed to. So you started successfully created and just, you know, blew up, no pun intended with the science reference, two successful businesses now, and you have two children, you're married, I know you have a dog as well. I have four dogs and three cats, I'm just saying. Four dogs, (laughs) three cats, (laughs) two children and a husband. What would you say, because we do have a lot of people who have a passion project or they have an idea for something. How do you, what is your best advice to go from an idea to making it happen? Okay, this is going to be very practical because yes, we all may have an idea, but for a lot of us, we, we work, we need to make money. So you may be in nine to five and you do have a project that you're really passionate about and you're doing it on the side and you're kind of thinking, how can I maybe transition? from my job, right, to doing this project, or how can I even build it up while I'm still working? So so I'll share with you what worked for me. I was still working, and, and of course, I couldn't do my side business while I was actively working during the day. But I had a lunch hour, and I would go downstairs, go to my car, lock myself in my car for the whole lunch hour, and I would be making sales calls. This was during the time when I already purchased and started formally doing the franchise, but I haven't opened the doors yet. So I was still in that phase where a lot of people are, how they are, you know, they already have the ideas, they're kind of working on it, but they're still working at their nine to five job. Every single lunchtime, I would be sitting in the car making sales calls. I would, of course, work on my business at other times, but sales calls you have to do during the day. You can't do it, you know, while you're in the office. So every lunch hour I would be there. I would be doing it. And and I was doing it for, for a good three months, building up my summer program so that I could leave my job and open the doors literally the next day and have a full-blown program already in the works, already work with schools and have a lot of things going on. So the biggest thing is to be really intentional and really consistent if you are building a side business. And what I mean by this is don't, it may be even a hobby, but don't treat it as a hobby. Put it on the calendar, you know, treat it as I don't have a lot of time. I have a life. I only have one hour a day, but that one hour I'm going to put on the calendar and I'm going to know exactly 
what I'm going to do. I'm going to have it like mapped out that during the 60 minutes, I'm going to work on this and this and this, and I'm going to have it all ready to go. So as soon as that hour comes and I'm available to work on it, no interruptions, no distractions. I'm just working on it. And if I could do it, you know, by sitting in the car, you can do exactly the same thing. The, the goal here is really to make sure that you are getting your business to the point that if you quit your job, you actually can continue in your business and it's bringing you revenue that is equivalent or at least somewhat equivalent to your full-time job. And, and it's hard, but you know, really the way to do it is it's all about the mindset. It's my goal. I want to do it. I'm going to make a plan. You can tell I've been project manager for years as well. You make a plan. And if you realize that I only have one hour on weekdays during lunch, I only have half an hour every evening, and then maybe I, I can spare two hours on the weekend because I'm busy. I have kids or whatever, right? That's what you plan. You put it on the calendar. You put, you map it out. And you look at your calendar, and that could be a six-month project. And you accept that. Okay, so it's going to take me six months, but I know what I'm going to be doing for the next six months to truly build up the foundation of that business. Does that make sense? I love it. Absolutely. That is how I built too, working full time. And then 15 years ago, starting my own business yeah. on my lunch break in my car. The same thing, Victoria. It would be <laughs> hot. I'd have to have the windows rolled down, right? Sitting in the car to make calls. No, no, you cannot have windows rolled down. I'm in Houston. <laughs> it's 110 degrees outside, guys. If I can do it at 110 degrees in my car, not in the garage, but actually on a parking lot. Right, right. <laughs> you can do it too. I love it. What is the best way for us to get a hold of you? And I know you have a special offer for our audience as well. Well, the best way to, help, to get a hold of me is through my website, www.byvictoriaL.com. I have some really cool free training on how to overcome your fear of public speaking. So if this is something that's important to you, if you want to learn how to speak confidently in meetings, on mm -hmm. Zoom, on live streams, on podcasts, definitely go ahead and check out that free training. And of course, I would love to work with you through my uh, Brilliant Speakers Academy program or through my group coaching program. So come to the website and start learning. I love it. Oh, fantastic. That's by Victoria L. <laughs> Dot com and be sure to check out her freebies and everything that she has to jumpstart having a voice and getting your voice out there. And if you can do it, others can do it as well. It's been so fantastic having you on the podcast. And I have one final question. What does Rise Up For You mean to you? Such a good question. You know, Rise Up For You means that you learn to build unshakable self-confidence in yourself. We all have stories that we've been telling ourselves for years, right? Some of the stories we developed as children, some of the stories became our stories as we grew up, but we all have those stories, those limiting beliefs, and you have to think through them, and you have to think through them reasonably, as a good friend, not as yourself, but as a good friend who is talking to you and truly help yourself see how a lot of those stories are nothing but just myth that your brain created to protect you from reality. And rise up for you means you can talk yourself out of those stories 
and truly believe in yourself, not like just as an affirmation, I believe in myself, but truly believe. Thank you. I love that. Oh, Victoria, so great having you on the show and fantastic what you've been able to do, push through. I'm sure it hasn't always been an easy journey, but here you are on the other side. Thank you for being here and joining us today. Thank you so much, Laurel. I'm thrilled that I was here. Absolutely. Wasn't she great? That was incredible. Just hearing her tips and learning what's worked. Where do you go from here and what do you do? Well, I'm not sure if you heard, but just two days ago, Rise Up For You launched our official partnership with the charity in the UK, The Female Lead. We are so honored and thrilled to be launching this program with them. If you would like more information about our Rise Leadership Course, just go to riseleadershipcourse.com. I am Lauren Sweeney. I'm your host for Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you soon.